And this episode of the Yalabad podcast is brought to you by Surfshark VPN. So we've been using Surfshark VPN for the last month or so. And uh, one thing that I found really useful is that for Yalabad, we do a lot of research by going on social media and looking at clips and looking at articles and things like that. So with, sometimes when I'm just clicking through an article or, or a clip and I'm really excited to watch it, it just tells me, oh, this content isn't available in your country. And what I found is Surfshark VPN is a great way to get around that and allow us to do our research without a lot of hitches. What about you, Harish? What kind of uh, benefits have you found from using Surfshark VPN? Uh, I think for me, I like working in cafes every once in a while or just working outside. But you know, with all this news on people getting scammed, people back getting hacked, I don't even know how that happens. But all I know is that by using a VPN on public Wi-Fi, it has a layer of protection. La. So, so And the app is pretty easy to use. So one click and you're protected. Why wouldn't you want to be protected, right? So if you want to try it out, our good friends at Surfshark VPN have a special promo just for Yalabad listeners. If you use the promo code YLB on the website uh, at the link in the show notes, you get 83% off plus three months for free. Okay, promo code YLB. The link is in the show notes and give them a shot. And now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good of humor. Good of humor. Yeah, good old. Is it good of? Good old. What? Good old. I didn't hear the old man. You gotta, Uh, you gotta enunciate, man. You gotta tune up your ears, man. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> we, we, we meet in the middle. We yeah, meet in the meet middle. middle. <laughs> yeah. Just like it is the middle of the week. Mm, it's uh, the, we're trying to find middle ground between a lot of people arguing. Eh? Yeah, man. Actually, yeah, both topics today uh, deal with conflict. Eh? Yeah. Um, both of which you can argue are unnecessary, but they happen. Mm, um, it happens. But, Shit happens. But yeah, it's more of the... I don't know, man. It's weird. Like, it was... In some way, it was good because these two topics were kind of clear for us to talk about. Uh, mm. There was no real debate. It was yeah. news. People were talking about it. And it would yeah. be interesting. Like, interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. To say the least. But, to say the least. But before yeah. we jump straight into it, is there anything you want to plug, Terrence? Uh, we, our podcast has, has, I mean, the subreddit has hit a very healthy uh, growth, growth rate of recent times. And uh, we're at the auspicious number of 1880 right now. Mm. 1880. Uh, you know, it's... Because in Chinese culture, 8, eight is always very lucky. Plus, mm. there's, you know, there's like very exclusive clubs that call themselves 1880 and stuff like that. So that number must have something lucky about it. Uh, mm. But yeah, we're, we're still... We, we want to blow by that number and, and get towards like 2000 uh, if possible. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people have jumped on the podcast. Uh, they jump. They, they, a lot of them people have joined Reddit. They told us for the first time because of our podcast. Uh, you know, but I would encourage you all to also stay and just hang out a little bit more and 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 leave more comments. So yeah, this is a shout out to to the for the Reddit lah. So the target is nineteen hundred, or you're just going full on like uh, two thousand. I don't think I want to. Uh, let's not talk about the 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 Reddit again until we hit two thousand. As in, ah, okay. not, not, not plug it again until it's 2000 or something. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so this is the, the final plug before the 2K. Final, final plug before plug, 2K. Yeah. Maybe it will coincide with our 300th episode, which is going to be out in like two and a half weeks, I think. 300. Oh, yeah, we are at 280 plus. Or a month. Plus. 
yeah, we yeah, are yeah, 286 or 287. Yeah, so yeah. we shall see. That's cool, right. man. All right. Awesome. The first the first topic. Would you like to do the the intro? I think the the first topic is one that uh probably started off very innocently as uh, another another viral post on social media. But mm. in recent yeah, just in recent couple of days I've seen a lot more uh you know, international coverage about it lah. Mm. Because it's more than just about one Singaporean guy. Mm. Uh, and 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 it's not and it didn't take place in Singapore or on a Singapore airline. And mm. uh, yeah, what is this topic about? Uh oh, nice nice deflect. I asked you to intro and then you give some intro to the intro. Thanks, Terrence. The, the context to the intro. Yeah. In the context to the intro, <laughs> the intro to the intro. But um, it's basically concerning a Singaporean man, 25-year-old man called uh, Jonathan Teo, who went viral uh, on, on 16th April because someone uploaded a clip of him strumming a guitar in the middle of a flight, on board the flight, uh, and singing a, a Christian worship song, along with mm. a bunch of other people on the plane. So he was standing in the middle aisle, um, smiling uh, uh, widely, uh, strumming the guitar, and the video just went across the cabin. La. So it was mm. first uploaded on uh, TikTok and I think it got like 30 million views and then it was reposted on Twitter uh, and it got like 5.6 million views. And basically, I mean, he posted it um, on his Instagram reel, which has now, which I mean, his account is now, he made it private because of all the discussions. But the yeah. captions he put was the pilot literally introduced us over the microphone and we worshipped in six languages. Mm. Uh, and then the caption was, uh, the flight is going to change your life. Jesus loves you, knows your story, and wants a relationship with you. I asked the stewardess if we could worship over the plane. I've never done this before. She says, wait, I'll ask the pilot. I start interceding for a yes. She comes back. It's a go. I've got my team. We worship. We preach. It's wild. Jesus is so good. Mm. So that was the the post. And mm. since then, there have been a bunch of reactions online. Yeah. Bunch yeah. of reactions. That's so... Right. I mean, the video, his account is private. I think the founder of the, the Christian group, his account is private, but you'll see the video floating around. Yeah, right? and um, I even saw I even saw it on the, on like, you know, Ben Shapiro show and, and different places. Oh, Ben Shapiro show? Discussing, yeah, discussing this, oh, this piece wow. of news. So yeah. I think when I, was, when I was looking at Chatter online and all, a lot of Singaporeans were surprised that it was a Singaporean man. Mm. Um, because it was happening on an easy jet flight, yeah. um, right? And yeah. it was, um, the flight was, uh, uh, I'm not so sure where the flight was, but definitely not Singapore, like easy jet. Mm. Oh, um, it was, a, the flight was on, the way, on his way to Germany. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. so it was an easy jet flight, but, but so when you saw this, before you started digging, what yeah. was your initial thought? Huh? Uh, I mean, my most initial thing was was probably like, oh my god, like uh, if I was there, I I would probably be complaining to the EasyJet staff and all that, you know. Mm. Uh, so you would it, actually complain? I mean, the, the, I'm just saying that was my most initial thought uh, that uh. I would probably complain, uh, yeah, because okay. uh, I th I think when traveling on a plane, it's already stressful enough, it's really tiring enough, and 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 I, I'm always trying to to you know. Um, be as undisturbed as possible on a plane mm, yeah, mm. when I'm traveling. But that's just me. Mm. Uh, what about you? What was your most initial reaction when you um, saw this? I would be annoyed. 
I would be okay. very annoyed. And I mean, the the context is like uh, I personally identify as a I'm agnostic, um, but my fiance is Catholic, so mm. it's not say I'm far removed from the religion per se, lah. No, in fact, right. I think your views on religion have changed or morphed a lot in recent times, lah. You would say, would you say? Um, yeah, I would say. Uh, in recent times, I w- I wouldn't say because of my fiance, but just I think because even before I met her, like four years ago, it was kind of evolving. Um, mm. But then, yeah, being in a relationship with someone who's a Catholic has made me also look at religion differently. Like, I still would, would don't subscribe to any particular religion, but I just give yeah. that context because I can imagine that people being out there saying, fuck this, you know, fuck that, no religion, fuck religion and all that shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so for me, I'm 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 not that extreme, but when I saw this, also I was like, wow, eh, wow, Yeah, I think the the bulk of responses that are unhappy about it were are kind of uh are more on the lines of uh the in how inconsiderate this is lah, in the mm. sense that they feel that uh you know as much as you have a freedom to practice your religion. Uh, people should also have a freedom from religion, la. like especially in places where they can't, they can't get away from it, la. Like the only way to escape this singing is to jump out the plane, uh, mm. If you really think about it, so when you say captive audience, this was truly a captive audience, uh, You know, like mm. I mean, uh, you can't switch seats, you can't do anything. I mean, all you can do is just the very most put on your headphones and not want to hear the singing, la. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of the the outrage comes from and uh yeah and if you're thinking it's 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 outrage uh just you know from non-christians or non-religious people to to christians actually what you find is a lot of comments are, are people saying that i'm a christian and i do not approve of this lah, you know and what uh, were some of the reasons they give yeah i mean like exactly what i said lah, in the sense that you are in a public space uh, mm. You know whether secular or a space or what. I mean, you're in the air, so it's it's disputable where where, where exactly you are, like, right? Because mm. you're in the air, but you are in a place in a public place with other people who might not share the same faith as you, and to be you know to be sort of subjecting them to to listening to your worship music, uh, where they have no means of escape, like. They can't just like walk away or anything, you know. Mm. Um, that's where they say it's it's inconsiderate lah, and and that's mm. where it gives some. I mean, a lot of you, you see a lot of Christian commentators also saying that it gives, uh, Protestants or, or proselytizing, uh, proselytizing a, a very bad name lah. Yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, but I mean, since then there have been a lot of articles that have been written uh, about it. Um, mm. But one thing that I saw on Reddit is that the, a pastor from TrueLove.is. Mm. Um, Pastor Norman uh, It's Norman Yeah it's Norman I thought it's, it's Ian signed off, It's signed off by Pastor Norman at 316 316 oh. Church Where you, you saw that post Because I was trying to find A social media post of it uh, I'm I'm just banking, basing it On the one I saw on Reddit la. Oh I posted it On the Ministry of Funny uh, Oh our, our private yeah, brain our <laughs> Brain trust Which our listeners Are not privy to The listeners are not privy to <laughs> But you know that I post everything there yeah, yeah, I know. You post a, f- a lot of stuff. Some I, of it yeah. is also like, yeah. chill the fuck out, Darren. He said a lot of stuff. In the last 24 hours, I have posted <laughs> like one article and it's about this <laughs> this particular post that you cannot find on social media. <laughs> oh, 
there's a there's a whole uh, response. Oh, so okay. So mm. the context is P.S. Norman, uh, Pastor Norman, uh, is has been on our podcast, lah. Right. Yes, as a represent, I'm a representative of the True Love dot is movement, right? Yeah, True Love dot yeah. is. So um, the the one response that I saw an excerpt. Um, uh, was that uh, the comment was that it seems like some very very righteous people make it their mission to take offense on behalf of others I think that the people on the plane are more than capable to represent and express themselves if they deem mm. this act to be wrong or took offense like at the point of writing he had not read any quote from any passenger criticizing Jonathan it seems like some other very very righteous people are offended easily and presume to represent Jesus and the whole Christian world in condemning Jonathan as giving mm. Christianity a bad name I yeah. wish they would extend some kindness and grace to Jonathan Neal and others who may differ from them since they have such deep love for Jesus and the church. That's what Jesus would do. Mm. Right. So so I think he's he's taking a, a, a dig at some of those religious people that you mentioned that I've also seen that have commented that, okay, la, you, they, they are religious themselves, but even they see this, they think it's like, does it have to be that way? Yeah. You know? Uh, so, but, but, but there's a couple of details that I think... Uh, are important uh, that I mm. I admittedly have heard but I have not been able to verify. Mm. Uh, so when when this when this piece of news was discussed on the Ben Shapiro show, uh, somehow definitively he said that it was a chartered flight. He said that it was mm. a chartered uh, plane for uh, and I'm assuming it's a chartered plane for maybe volunteers who are who went to Ukraine to to do some work and then now have are leaving altogether lah. So that is one one detail that that I think is important that that only came up later as I was doing my research, but I still have not been able to verify. So if someone can verify, that would be very helpful. Uh, yeah. Second detail is that uh, yeah lah, I think uh, you remember it's right right now Ukraine is a is a crisis situation like it's a war zone lah, right. So yeah. when you're talking about people flying, and I'm not sure if they flew out of Ukraine, but they were getting, I mean, they were volunteering to help Ukrainian refugees and all that. That's right. So um, I mean, I've been in those situations before where, where you volunteer to go and help a very, you know, a very big humanitarian crisis. Like uh, uh, they, uh, this, is my, this is my virtue signaling and flexing, uh, just in case mm. you're, just trigger warning in case anything. When Hurricane mm. Katrina happened in 2005, I was mm. aghast at how what little response there was by the federal government of the United States that mm. I as a Singaporean wanted to go and show my show my you know show face to go and help out uh, help out things there lah. So I, I accompanied a Habitat for Humanity trip to New Orleans, uh, and and that was like almost a year after Katrina happened already. But there was still there was still a lot of uh, abandoned houses that had belongings in them that had not been cleared out or, or returned to the original owners and all. So I went along with a group like that, and uh, uh, I mean I, I just wanted to bring it up because it's a uh, sometimes people forget that in that kind of context when you are like uh, doing a very big community service project together and all right, uh, maybe you don't know everyone and 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 all because. You know, like like for me, I was one, I was part of a group of students. There was part of a larger, like a tent of thousands of volunteers, uh, you know. So mm. you don't know everyone, but you all kind of know that you're there for the same purpose to to try and do some good, to try and volunteer to help, to help uh you know people there lah. So mm. you know, if I am laying out out all this groundwork in the possibility that yeah maybe 
not everyone legit knows uh, these people or knows that they're Christian or knows anything like that. Lah. But mm. they could have all been part of a, you know, a group that was going to do community service together. So if one of the groups says, hey, you know, I just want to take this time to stand up and sing, you know, with my my group of people and my, my religious group of people and all, uh, maybe you'd be more forgiving. You know, you'd be mm. like, okay, you know, this, oh, this was that bunch of people who always going around singing songs, you know, while while on site. So now they're just doing it one last time on the plane. Okay, just let them do it, you know. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out there because um, there is an immediate assumption that everyone else who was not singing with them probably hated it or, or did not ask for it. And so they were, you know, it's almost like being at gunpoint, like what I, like what I initially was thinking, right? Mm. But the two details that I mentioned, that fact that it, was a, it might have been a chartered flight for these volunteers, and secondly is that uh, they might have been part of a larger group that has interacted with each other was one way or another in the last month or so. Uh, it does mm. change the dynamics of it a little bit for me. It does because you think that it is uh, a bit more... Okay, like they're not just commercial people who uh, yeah. who bought the ticket. Yeah, they're, thing, not, right? like on a, they're not... And they're not on a holiday, firstly, you know, to do this thing. And they all know of each other's, you know, good intentions and doesn't matter what religion you are. And everything mm. like they're just all trying to be maybe practicing a bit of tolerance and all lah. Mm. Okay, mm. so so I'm glad you brought up that context because you mentioned that it's a group of volunteers, right? Mm. So this gentleman Jonathan Teo was actually featured in an editorial uh, on April 11th by Thirst dot uh, mm. SG, which is yeah. a, a a a Christian uh, website that has yeah. a lot of the uh, spreading the faith lah. Yep. So yep. um he his story is that. He just graduated in from London last year, and then mm. he signed up to do a six-month training to be a disciple at um, Youth with a Mission. Okay. Um, and then he he heard a uh, he felt a calling like, to go help Ukraine when the war uh, uh, broke out. So yeah. he packed up. He got got in touch with this group called Awakening Europe, which is a mm. volunteer group, mm. and. According to him, he just got an address to go to and he arrived there and he's been there since the first week, I think, of the war. Um, mm. So, I mean, okay, uh, like anyone wanting to help is 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 appreciated. Like, then I was thinking, well, how, how did they help? And then on one Twitter thread, I saw a video that someone posted of uh, him also strumming a guitar, mm. uh, singing uh, worship songs with a bunch of other people mm. at a train station in Ukraine. Uh, mm. where there were a lot of people who had been waiting hours for transport and mm. who just fled from the bor- bombing of Kharkiv and Mariupol, uh, two areas mm. in Ukraine that have gotten a lot of bombing. Yeah. So so then when you read the third article, it is a lot about spreading the word, spreading the gospel. And in this case, I'm looking at a video, I'm like, yo, just, people just got bombed out. Um, like... Mm, mm. It, 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 it's not even, I mean, these are clearly not volunteers, right? Yeah, there are videos of them mm-hmm. with suitcases and all. And and they, I guess these volunteers, they felt the need to help by by singing songs. La. And that's mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh my God, is is the whole group about that sort of work? Granted, they might do a whole bunch of other work. Mm-hmm. But when I saw this, I'm like, oh, that's, is that their thing? You know, they go mm-hmm. around spreading the word through these songs to people who are captive in one way or another. These people just fucking got bombed out of their, their homes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. then I'm like, wow, Lawe, uh 
Yeah, then, then uh, you go look up the Awakening Europe thing and, and the website is basically, yeah, la, like um, about uh, the, 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 they are a ministry dedicated to saving souls and adoring our King Jesus across Europe. Mm-hmm. So then it feels like, oh, um, then, then you think, oh shit, is, is it like, you know, like the Ukraine is going through so much fucked up shit and the people there need help. And mm. is, it, is it kind of like a opportunistic? La? That's the kind of vibe I got. La. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, this comes from my own experience as a, in my youth la, when I was very religious. And, uh, and singing songs every Sunday. Singing songs, you yeah. know, praying in public, prayer groups, uh, reaching out to strangers to try and convert them and things like that. La. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, when when you talk to someone like that, uh, to them singing singing songs of worship uh, is meant to. I mean, you would argue that it brings comfort, lah, right, to people. Mm. And, mm. Uh, and 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 it's a bit like that. Why why did the why did the you know the violinists on the on Titanic? Why were they still playing as the ship was sinking? Lah, you know. It provides, and you know, you watch <laughs> the movie. They try to provides box box office revenue, bro. I mean, uh, it's a story, <laughs> la, But it's also it also provides. Uh, I mean, like what they said in the movie, or at least they they claim they said, was that yeah, it provides comfort to people in in trying times, uh. So mm. you know, I I think I, uh, similar to you also. I I also you know I used to be very vehemently against uh you know the things that even I myself did in my youth and all that, and mm. and I look back and I'm like, oh, it's so embarrassing. But over the years, as I've gotten older, I've, I've taken more of an anthropological approach towards uh, the the need for the need for religion in our lives, uh, as as hu- mm. as a human society, and the society and the and the role that religion also has played for people. Uh, and you know, remember we talked to Doctor Janil Puticherry, and then you very cynically asked him about the clapping thing, the mm. clapping for healthcare <laughs> workers, and then he basically yeah. put out there as like, what, what what I mean, you have to give people an outlet. To, to do something, you know, if they want to yeah, show yeah. appreciation or they want to help or something, but they they can't help, you know, as volunteers or they can't help monetarily or what, you have to give people an outlet. And of course, the cynic can say that, yeah, like, clapping is pointless, clapping is useless, why, why do that? But, you know, the it's kind of, it gives people an outlet, like, basically, mm. to feel like they're helping, to feel like they're doing something, to feel like they're appreciating someone else's effort. So, mm. uh. Yeah, I mean, I would also be like, eh, what does singing do? But at the same time, I don't know, maybe singing does bring some form of comfort to to uh, refugees. I, I, can't, I can't say for certain, lah, you know. Like if I was like carrying my suitcase and my kid and, you know, living in a living on a, in a tent or something, like whether I want to be hearing people singing. Lah. Or mm. it might make me feel like, oh, okay, there's, you know, life still goes on and we can get through this. Lah. There's a possibility. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So... So first of all, to clarify my name, you know, when you said I cynically asked Dr. Janil, if you haven't listened to the podcast, I was in agreement with Dr. Janil and Terence that yeah, 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 to me clapping still still better than nothing. Yeah, so yeah. so Terence, it's just, nice it's just try, a very yeah. as Dr. Janil said, a leading question asshole. that you were asking. A leading question that you were asking. I no, know where you're going with this, he said. No, you see what you did. You said I cynically asked, then after that you yeah, shared yeah. on cynics, and then you never clarified yeah, yeah. that I'm not oh, a cynic of that. Okay. So yeah, I need okay, to okay. fucking clarify, just clarify yeah. my name. Clear the air. air. So then the the thing is like, the thing about the comfort, so, okay, so so maybe the context of how I have kind of like interfaced 
with religion just by virtue mm. of being engaged to someone who's a Catholic. La. Um, my Actually, yeah, you're the, there's just FYI, I think uh, outside of uh, like Christian Christians, uh, I think mm. you are the one person I know who goes to church the most as, the, as a non-Christian. Uh. I think mm. you're up there. Yeah, like number I think one mine right now is three yeah. times a year. So yeah. so that's yeah. the leaderboard, like, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, number one on the leaderboard. <laughs> number no, one. On you the leaderboard. I, 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 I all the other ad hoc here and there, you know, Easter, I guess, and maybe I don't know, Christmas and New Year's Eve. Yeah, like Easter, Good Friday, Christmas. No, um, like Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve you also? Okay, no, so yeah, correct. Uh, it's Easter, Christmas, New Year's Eve. Uh, and then so when you get the married count, later this year, at least you get married at least a couple more times. Uh, when you, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you are like number one on the leaderboard for non-Christians attending church already no, on my list. No, but yeah. uh, so the, just now, you know, you talked about your thoughts on religion. I think one mm. thing also that occurred to me or that I heard one of my friends was doing some study, uh, some PhD in sociology, I think, or maybe anthropology mm. as well, is is kind of along the lines uh, of like the role religion plays in civilization. And the argument mm. that she was researching about and which was supported by a number of other papers is that mm. religion is almost evolutionary for any civilization. La. Then when, yeah, I, yeah, when yeah. she said that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she pointed yeah. out that there's the theory la, that, you know, as groups of people come came together uh, thousands of years ago, um, there were, it's almost like evolutionary, an evolutionary requirement to establish some unit of trust or some mm. way of explaining the things that you see, la, like mother nature and all that, right? So, mm. So the theory is that in any civilization on any planet, there will be at one point where there are these beliefs that uh, that people hold uh, take la. and mm. that also sets the the stage for science because science mm. is the goal of proving things la. and in some way, uh, what what that whole team of researchers or papers are arguing is that without religion, the the science is almost kind of like it's not it's it's almost a step to get to the more scientific approach. Mm. Uh, and that they can coexist. La. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck. Then I started reading up and there is a lot of, uh, there's one school of thought. La. Then I was like, oh, mm. shit. The moment Wait, you it sure becomes that, like... Sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm let you finish, but uh, yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Are you sure it's not from an episode of Hidden Brain, the podcast, that you heard this theory? Because there's the exact same theory that... Oh, fuck. That yes. You and no. I have discussed before from the episode of Hidden Brain. Oh, okay, no. Are you but, attributing uh, it... Off, no, so I there is a common friend of I, ours. You just who, do a raisha. You just did a raisha card. Is it? Heard, <laughs> then become your friend who studying sociology. You just did like, like oh, I know all these people who are doing research. Okay, but for real, RKO. there is a common there is a, there is a common friend of ours uh, who I, who you know who yes, is yes. is that. But yeah, uh, there was also that hidden brain episode. Yes, okay, an excellent so episode. I must add. It was a, Fucking good episode. I did, um, I, but I did not realize our common friend was doing research on that. Exactly. No, came no, to yeah. The exact conclusion. Yeah, okay, and I will tell you about it later. I think I told you about it last time also, but maybe it's one of those things like you always do, like you just don't listen to what I say. Yeah, I um, see you. I but see yes, yeah, yeah, that that yeah. hidden hidden brain episode. Um, yeah, we will is, link it. We will link it. It's excellent. It's super excellent good. Episode. Yeah, yeah it's super good. Um, yeah. but uh, I think so. So there was just um the the theoretical aspect of my evolution of thoughts on religion, like, But then also mm-hmm. being with someone uh, like my fiance who's who's Catholic. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say she's she's hardcore religious. She's she is um she she's Catholic, but what. I've learned also is that she's she she and um, her family, her friends, or, or is never the kind the kind where they impose it on you. Mm. Um, mm. And I really appreciate it. And I think that's the only mm. way I can be with someone who is uh, religious, like that. 
you mm. respect each other and there's that and I say that because also when I do go to church with her sometimes mm. I will just tell her after the service or the mass that yo man that pastor said some things that really fucking annoyed me lah. and then mm. we talk about it and all and a lot of it revolves around the fact that it can be quite excluding lah. like when I go there yeah. I really feel like an outsider mm. Um, and and That that's why I feel like uh, certain things that certain services and all I hear there's good values you know you put aside mm. religion there's just mm. good values yeah. um, that that can be gleaned like but then there be some comment about um, yeah you know like to all those non-believers who will end up um, in in uh, out, outside of heaven or something I'm like yo mm. man why you assume that <laughs> you know yeah. then I immediately feel like an outsider. Um, mm. and that's when when I saw this I'm like okay um, songs can bring comfort yes but yeah. this songs it's not like clapping you know clapping is it's almost universal la. for mm. a song for people who might not share the faith I can imagine it being like okay la, this is just a celebration for part of the people and mm. you're like at this club where you know there's this circle of people who are like you know dancing and getting uh, down with it but then you're just outside la. yeah then when I watch this yeah. I'm like mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and and, so and and I guess the clapping thing, the equivalent would be like, let's say uh, like a long tiring day, you're just taking the MRT home, and you just mm. don't want to be disturbed. Then suddenly at 8 p.m., everyone in the same carriage as you, like as even as crowded as it is, everybody starts clapping, clapping, you know, just mm. clapping and like scream and hooting, and you're like stuck in the middle there, lah, and your ears are mm. bursting with all the clapping, or and you can't get out there, lah, you know, you're stuck there. So so that's where uh the peer pressure aspect of 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 this like uh you know uh, of showing your support uh can I guess sometimes be unwelcome lah right like no, if you then, clap in your own balcony or in a large public space okay fine you know but if you clap yeah. in an enclosed space where you can't escape from then then yeah lah it's a bit tougher lah. But then so it's interesting you brought bring that up also because. EasyJet, um, I think two years ago, there was a, a a viral clip of a bunch of football fans who mm. got on a commercial flight and they started chanting. It was on the way to Scotland or coming from Scotland. Mm. So in those yeah. cases, they are received with a lot less flack. Mm. Mm. So, so, and you know, even people going to concerts or festivals or, mm. or you, you will see clips of like just people maybe singing or yeah. or doing something that you wouldn't see on flights like, but that is never yeah. read, met with that much flack like. so so the like the, the way i see it i'm like okay like, because because yeah like um the, because in some way the scotland thing if you're not scottish yeah. uh you can't resonate right but then why why is there a different different reaction like Correct. if it's a festival if it's something Like I don't know, clapping for or or like a pop song or something or like I think there was even the cast of some musical Lion King mm, they performed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Right? Yeah, can you imagine you complain about the cast of Lion King yeah. giving a free performance in the plane? Yeah, you're like, fuck, like I was watching like singles in Pono on my phone. Then this Lion. That's <laughs> no, but actually you bring up. I thought you sort of answered the question yourself, lah. Right when, when, when it comes to religion, it's a very personal thing. And mm. uh, it is by nature, it is exclusionary, lah. Like religion, you're a mm. believer or you're a non-believer. You believer, you go to heaven. Non-believer, you go mm. to hell. Mm. Implicit in everything that is said about religion, lah. Whereas, uh, you know, whether you are Scottish or you're Irish, whether you like this football team or that football team, uh, it doesn't say whether you are, you know, whether you're gonna, you know, bask in heaven or you're gonna burn in hell. Either way, lah. Right. So. Mm. 
uh, I, I think people at the very most if it's if it's just like rowdy chanting or singing to support a sports team it doesn't say anything about you or, or you know make any implications about you as a person whereas conversely when when it's about uh, you know religious prayer or, or singing that is happening in your face uh, there's a lot of uh, implicit messaging right like oh mm. if you're not singing along and worshipping then you are you are ignoring the mighty God and, and stuff like that basically mm. implicit mm. all that so that's where I, like, like, like you say uh, there are good values that are imparted through religion but there's also a lot of uh, subtext that can make someone feel uncomfortable uh, right that with, mm. with mm. even just sitting there listening to it uh, right yeah and yeah and I guess, yeah, the, the, there's the subtext, there's the fact that religion is personal. And also, right, there is a double standard. La. And mm. what made me think about it was some hey, tweets I carefully. saw. Tread carefully. Uh. Tread carefully. Uh. I'm going yeah. to uh, clear the minds for <laughs> you first. What, what, no, yeah, what, what, I, saw, what are you I saw this one tweet which made me think like, um, mm. imagine I start worshipping Allah 30,000 feet in the air. What would happen? Mm. Mm. And like, can you even picture it? Can you picture it? So like, I can't imagine. So okay, and yeah. and why that is is um made me think is because EasyJet, uh, the captain, according to reports, you know, like, gave them the consent to sing the songs, mm. right? Um, if it's a chartered flight, um, to, to me, it's still kind of the same thing. It is the organization because to the volunteers' credit, they didn't do it without permission. Mm. They got permission right. from the stewardess and the pilot. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, uh, can you imagine asking any pilot in the world whether you can do a, a Muslim prayer? La? Yeah, I must stop you right there before before Ben okay. Shapiro Ben Shapiro destroys leftist argument about about chanting in planes because Is that's it? the we watched the Ben Shapiro thing. I mean, ah. I I watch his stuff not not necessarily because I agree with him, but because uh, it's actually sometimes quite entertaining. It. Yeah. It's quite entertaining. So destroy how it for me, please. About. Destroy um, my thought process. You are looking at it from a very, uh, uh, you know, a very leftist, a very virtue uh, uh, Western, point, Western, point, yeah. Western lens, is it? Once even Western, but but religion has, you know, to him, religion has always played a role in, in you know, uh, Western society. Plus, the the media has a very strong bias against against uh, you know a lot of Western religions, ah, but. Mm. If you take a, a plane from, say, a, according to him, if you take a flight from Turkey or in the Middle East or some, uh, you know, another, another uh, Middle Eastern airline, and it's Friday, there are calls to prayer that happen on the jet and the plane itself. Mm. Mm. So you're saying, so why, why is it? Why are they treating it like, like it is? Why, are they, why are these people calling it out like, like it's never happened before, like, And and he's saying that these people are just. Jumping on the oh, if it's if it's Christian, it's okay, but if it's uh, another religion, it's not okay, kind of thing, And 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 they're trying mm. to sell, sow discord, uh, you know, using using um, using very. I mean, essentially, what he's saying is that it's victim, uh, self victimization, like, Right? When when mm. when when actually it really happens, you know, it really happens overseas, and and nobody says a thing about it, you know, because we don't bring up the media doesn't. It's not sexy to the media and everything, lah. So. Um, I don't. I don't buy his his own vic- self victimization of of you know uh, uh, of Western religions getting more flack from from the media. But 
I I can I can run with the argument that hey, actually it does happen on on certain airlines and 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 it's uh you know it's it's I think uh at any point everyone com- comparing religions for these things might not be the most helpful uh, way of no, framing it lah. Even in that example, I mean, I, I haven't heard the rest of his argument, but even in that example, it's almost like the expectations are set. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, um, you go onto the plane, if you wanted to find out, I'm sure you would be able to find out details that, okay, at this time, this time, this time, this happens. Yeah. I think what makes this tricky is the fact that it was impromptu and it mm. was kind of like, like given consent by the staff themselves. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's why they're also getting a lot of flack. Correct. Right? Correct. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I think that's a that's a fair point which I did not I admittedly did not consider at all. But then to mm. me, there's still a difference lah. One is impromptu, one is almost part of the structure lah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So I mean, uh, but just going back to to it, I I still feel it's uh inconsiderate to mm. to do it lah. Regardless, mm-hmm. you, you, in spite of all the 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 the, the points that I've brought up as well, uh, mm. as in if I I was them, I mean, but I'm not them lah. But but I wouldn't wanna. To do this, and I, if I was in the passenger, one of the passengers, I would actually yeah, ask that they stop doing it, like You know, if I could, like So you would, like put up your hand or something, or you yeah. stand up and tell jokes, lah. Like do a no, stand up set. I saw, a, I saw a funny comment. Yeah, one of the comments was like, "I'm gonna, if this ever happens to me, I'll just take off my clothes, you know, until <laughs> until they are they are until they feel uncomfortable as well, like You know, because like, it seems like no one cares about my comfort. So, yeah, so correct. it's about you know, I think what makes you more uncomfortable, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but but yeah, so I'm I'm curious how people will react to this lah. Um yeah. and yeah. we'll put the links in the show notes to everything that we have mentioned. Yeah. Um yeah. But, but so, I mean yeah, I, I thought you 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 also brought a good point lah. Like, you know, if you see a bunch of like you know, people very excited about a concert or or a football uh, a football event and all that mm. and and you know it's not harmful, it's not that they do they don't mean harm in any way. They're just, you know, just so excited and all. And they do that thing, right? Yeah. Uh, like, like what I said earlier, it could just be that this group of people who are taking this, maybe maybe taking this chartered flight, uh, they also feel that way la, about this bunch of uh, worshippers and all, la, right? All yeah, exactly. Christians that they're just having fun. They're very they're very into that thing. Let them be, la, you know? Yeah. So I, I, don't don't speak sh- on, yeah, I don't want to speak on their behalf saying that they should be offended or what. La. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why that's why it's interesting. At the moment, I saw this. I'm like, yeah, this is the podcast topic. Yeah, and yeah. even today, we were both like, okay, screw yeah. everything else. We have to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. this, lah. Yeah, correct, correct. Cool. I mean, cool, and, and cool. it's funny because it's not that it's a Singaporean organization. It's just one Singaporean dude yeah. who was like leading <laughs> the singing, and then and then suddenly now he's in CSI, and everyone's like tracking oh. him down. Well, Singaporeans getting famous news. all around the world, yeah. Yeah, but but do it oh. do it for the right reasons, lah. Yeah. 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 Cool, but yeah, man. but speaking of uh. Conflicts that need to be resolved as well, mm. This is uh, another one that happened closer to home. In, uh, we come from thirty thousand uh, feet in the air to to Bukit Batok, mm. and Bukit uh, Batok. at a clinic where a, a spat has broken out, and it's also very interesting to to see the two sides of the story, la, Right? Yeah. What yeah. is this spat? La? So um it started I think on yeah April seventeenth. Um the someone posted uh, about her bad experience with her six year old son at Ever Health Family Clinic and Surgery located uh, at Bukit Batok la. and she claimed that the doctor was um so afraid of his patients, claimed that the medical consultation was held along the corridor of the clinic. 
Her son had breathlessness after the vaccine and without checking anything, the doctor gave five days MC. Receptionist was so rude. Please avoid this clinic. So mm. that was the the post that started it all. Uh. Then on yeah. April 18th, there was a video that uh, was uploaded on TikTok that mm. showed this mom with her kid outside the clinic kind of arguing with uh, someone who you can assume works at the clinic like, and that someone kicked the pram that was next to the mom like quite yeah. forcefully and yeah. that started the video and then they're squabbling 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 and then the kid is just pleading uh, please stop talking loudly please we will clean yeah. it up please I'm sorry and you really feel for the son like. yeah um, right um, and then the next day there was a video of the from the CCTV uh, camera inside the clinic that showed what happened before the squabble and it was mm. the two of them squabbling again and the mom this time she threw actually, some actually, we don't know if they're yeah. squabbling because like, you can't hear okay you CCTV. can't hear yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't hear there's no voice there's no audio uh, yeah. but what you see is that they're pointing at each other um, yeah. and then the mom throws a bunch of brochures towards the person behind she, the counter she, she who tips over she tips over the stuff on no the, she, on throws the table. she throws first she throws, she throws a few first and then before she walks off, she uses a hand to knock off some of those tabletop calendars. Yeah, yeah. Then the receptionist comes around the counter. The mother leaves. The receptionist is pointing uh, through the door. And then she goes back behind the counter, starts picking up stuff, putting it on the counter. Then the mom comes in again and throws something else and leaves. Mm. And then the receptionist follows her outside. Mm-hmm. So when and that presume, came out... And, and we can presume that what happened after was the, the kick on the stroller and all, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So I, I first saw the, the video with the kick and I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? That's horrible. Yeah. Um, but, but how did you first come across this story? Eh? Uh, yeah, yeah. The kick on the stroller was the first contact point. The Spartan the 300 kick. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> right. This auntie, is Bukit Batok. This is my off clinic. I'm not even sure. I look at the size of the boy and I don't, I'm not even sure if that's his pram or stroller. Mm. Like. Yeah, so that was one thing I wanted to ask you also. Like, I mean, I think he's five years old, or no, it's five or six. I mean, he can talk. He can. He he looks like he's not a toddler, lah, right? Yeah, but so but then the again, but then, expert, yeah, I've seen I've seen older kids sitting on prams. You know, maybe they have a younger brother who. But the when the younger brother's in play group or what, you know, the older kid can still sit in the pram and all, lah. It's possible. Mm. Yeah, yeah, prams are, are they can last you for quite a while. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then, like, I've, I also saw on Reddit that like, some people use it as, like, shopping trolley or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all, you drop off the kit, then, yeah, like, you're just pushing an empty pram home, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Mm. So then, then, when did you uh, see the rest of the story? Eh? While uh, doing research for this, or? No, but I, I think just articles, like, Mothership and, and, and all. Mm. Yeah. But, but the, the, I think, like, you gave a very succinct timeline, right? Including her. Mm. The lady's complaint, initial complaint. Yeah. So on, on, it, might, it on sounds like it's a tit for tat kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I mean, on the 9th of, uh, 9th of 18th April, the clinic themselves posted a very short post on Facebook just saying they apologize for public uh, causing public alarm, yeah. uh, give us some time to look into the matter with the party's concern. And then the latest one is that the employee has been reprimanded and placed on leave of absence after dispute with mother and son. Mm. So... Um, I mean, why it's interesting is because you get people arguing for for both sides, la, mm. um, or against both sides. But yeah. what do you? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think first thing first that we need to uh, lay down and put out of the way 
is that uh, the kid is the most poor thing lah in this whole thing. Yeah, he fucking I poor thing. He's traumatized, yeah, you know. Uh, it looks like and sounds like he has encountered this kind of situations before where his mother has has maybe lost her temper. And, and, why why and, you say and, that? Uh? Why you say that? Uh, just say the that? way that he so immediately like, you know, was trying to stop the woman from from uh, retaliating against the mother. There was like mm. no shock or, or like, you know, like, oh shit, I need to do something kind of thing. It was almost like mm. he... He knew that this was a pattern that he was. He's like the peacemaker uh, la, the, the yeah. negotiator la, right? Yeah, and l- let's say you you know someone has a very bad temper, then you always like running in to stop shit from happening la, right? Yeah. So 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 it seemed like he was playing that role, and even from the CCTV, the the inside the clinic already, I think he was already like trying to stop the receptionist from running after the mother, right? Initially. Yeah. Then yeah. outside, then you see that you know he's really he's. Like you can hear him crying and begging, uh, begging the mother not to call the police, begging the receptionist to just like let let them like settle it and clean it up and all that. And I think the receptionist was like trying to tell him, oh, you know, I'm not scolding you, I'm just telling your mother why or something like that But I can't really hear exactly. But yeah, he's these kind of things are pretty traumatic for for young young kids, uh, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, okay, yeah. so the way, the way I see it, the the mom, uh shouldn't be such an like asshole to, uh, to the mm. nurse to mm. regardless of what happens with the service and all that kind of shit what she did was like breaking the the physical boundary lah, you know yeah uh, it's yeah. almost getting physical but then no the no almost I mean you throw something it can strike oh, someone yeah, you know yeah. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. whether it's struck or not is not is I think it's secondary lah. You the fact that you threw already is uh is is not good really lah. Yeah. It's breaking the boundary lah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then when the receptionist come also and kick the prem, it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like the kick is a major. It's not just a nudge to get out of the way to you know uh face the lady uh face yeah. to face. It was really a kick, and you can feel the anger lah. And then also it's a bit hard to like be like oh you know what the mom did justifies that sort of actions from the receptionist lah. Then, yeah, yeah. So, so then it's like, eh. but then but, the, but I mean, the then there's the argument. I mean, our frontline healthcare workers are all under a lot of stress, which is true. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, the last two years have been stressed, even for clinics, right? So yeah. you know, losing your temper at them and and you know being physically abusive towards them. Why is it so, that they can't they can't like you know vent as well, lah? Yeah. So if I had to transform into a lawyer and choose to defend either one of them in court, I would defend the the frontline worker lah. Uh, it's a yeah. It's a she didn't strike first. That's for sure, right? Yeah. And she's got a yeah lah. Like frontline workers do have a, they have a that that defense lah. That they are very stressed lah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's at least that context. That's your that's your starting mm. point lah. And no one can argue against that lah. But then yeah. with his mom. Don't know, yeah. Like, I mean, the kid, lah. The, the kid is the one who is the most chala. Like, I, I can't would imagine. Add, I think yeah. since we talk about hypothetical of them going to court and who you you would rather be defending, I would yeah. add also that uh, that maybe that because the video you only just see the kick at the start, lah. Maybe all she was trying to do was to to get the stroller out of the way so that she can talk to the mother properly. You could, you could, you could argue that, alright? Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. So, so it's like but, maybe I mean, then- it's like. It's like sometimes when you're very angry and then you like pull open the door and then you accidentally pull out the doorknob. Then people, oh, wow, that's so violent. Uh, you know, we destroyed the door. So, but so, they're like just trying to get out of the door. Uh, you know, and you can't control so, your strength sometimes. Uh. So next time we got a meeting in town or something, you put your bag on the floor and I need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, fuck, I just kick the bag. <laughs> kick the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so like, Terrence, sorry, I'm just angry. I'm just clearing the way, what? Yeah, no, yeah, I just yeah. need to go to the restroom. So because because <laughs> you, you when you think about the kicking of the stroller, immediately people, I think even us like, we also assume that it's out of nothing but anger like, right? Mm. Sheer frustration. So yeah. I don't know. Hard to say. Maybe the woman before that was, what if she was using the stroller to block, block the. The healthcare worker or to like you know, uh, you know put put distance between them or ram to her or something la. or even mm. she what what if she was using the stroller to like like, like you know throw something throw towards her and then she had to kick it away you know what I mean yeah so so all we saw literally the video started from the kick so you see nothing of what happens before that la. so yeah. uh, I also like uh, you know just need to get pinch of salt a little bit and 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 I mean of course I'm also coming out with a lot of like like wildly implausible scenarios but mm. uh i don't know just maybe it's just that because it's a stroller and that strollers are usually associated with young delicate babies that's why people are reacting so badly to it la. yeah but well, like I what you said like if the stroller was just carrying groceries or something would it have made a difference like it was just a grocery trolley or maybe there was a durian open durian in the trolley or something la, and the oh yeah she didn't get it out of the way she's like wow. before i carry on my argument <laughs> you get rid of the smell yeah I can't breathe. <laughs> I need to talk to no, you. But I can't breathe. I think the, the, the thing that is tricky is that you're doing it in front of a kid. La, you know? If it's just two adults, Correct, then yeah. it feels like, okay, la, you all fucking sort out your shit. One person physical, other person get physical, whatever. But in front of a kid to do that, uh, like, yeah. oh, well, that, that, is, that is yeah. rough, man. One thing you can say is that kicking, whether it's a stroller or a grocery trolley or whatever, uh, it escalated the situation which I mm. don't think is an, is advisable for anyone caught in that kind of situation, right? And yeah. then especially if you are, uh, you know, you are, uh, whether or not you're a frontline worker, right, service staff, uh, you know, uh, and you're dealing with a customer, a root customer and all that, uh, mm. I think escalating the situation is a big no-no. Even if I was your boss, or I would not be applauding, applauding you for escalating the situation, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, because if the woman, I mean, technically, if the if she just let the woman leave, uh, you know, it wouldn't have made any difference. Uh, the woman would just still be a root customer, and everything, like, Right? Yeah. In fact, the the woman left first, and yeah. then the receptionist started, Chase you know, her, like yeah. uh, picking up the stuff on the floor and putting it, it putting it on the table. Then the woman came back and just threw one last thing also, mm, right? Mm. So then you look at it, you're like, mm, like a. Uh, that, that, that was a straw, the brochure that broke the receptionist's back. Uh. Back, yeah. But I mean, if you think about it in that situation, it's like, yeah, I mean, how would you react if you were like just trying to do your, get through your work day, you know, and then someone like comes and throw, literally just starts throwing trash at you and everything. Uh. Yeah. Right. You yeah, would want exactly. to, con- at least, the very least, confront and say, hey, why, why do you do that? And then, and, and, uh, you know, say your peace of mind, lah, right? Hey, have some respect, you know? Uh, yeah. And then if it just so happens a stroller is in your way, then you check, oh, got no baby, <laughs> ah, okay, kick. Yeah, okay. And then, then you confront. <laughs> then after that, they only capture the kick. They never capture that you actually check, oh, got baby or not anything. Then <laughs> too bad, lah, you know? So so that, that's the, the hard part, lah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe the kid, you know, because you can't really hear what, exactly what he's saying. He's like, get the stroller out of the way. And the, yeah. the receptionist was like, okay, okay, can kick, and then okay, let's carry on. Yeah. So, so, so I, I have a question, uh, cause I've been in the workplace situations before where, 
where a boss gets very angry, la, right? And then he's mm. so angry and it's like almost like bursting out of, out of the person already. And he just takes his like, say something innocuous, like spectacle case and flings it across the room and, you know, it doesn't hit anybody, but, it, you know, it just smashes against the wall and breaks into pieces and all that. La. Mm. Um, is that is that considered like workplace abuse or, or harassment or anything like that? If the boss does that, is it? Yeah, and he flings it across the room where, uh, yeah lah. There's no, there's little. It's it's across the room. It's above everyone's heads, but it's still flung across the room, lah. Right. I think it's workplace abuse. You think so? Because I think so. Because in but didn't hit anybody or what? what? It's just expressing it's like, his his or her frustration. Yeah, but then still you are you are putting it in a physical action. That okay today it hits the wall. Maybe his aim, he's like damn good aim, but one day his aim is a bit off, uh, and then uh, he fucking miss throws it and hits someone. I think the yeah. moment there's like a, a there's a physical act. Even if it's okay, like banging the table, I think that one maybe a bit more room. But the moment mm. he projected something uh, towards a crowd, I think yeah. that that breaks the boundary lah. No matter what height lah. Yeah. yeah. And even if it's I like mean, brochures also, you can have yeah. paper cuts ah, flying paper cut. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, the gunshot warning, like, you know, you shoot a gun, you're not pointing at people. But mm. people know that, okay, now he's pointing in the sky, the next time he might be pointing at me. Mm. Mm. So, right. so, so you, you th- think there will be grounds for, like, work, workplace harassment? Or next time you editing the podcast, I show up, I just throw something <laughs> over your head. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Terrence, it's a totally different. It's my personal life one. Yeah. I'm just expressing so, my yeah. anger. No, interesting, interesting. Because I also, I mean... When that happened, I think everyone's just too like shocked to react to it. But the, 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 over the years, especially in this in this day and age, lah, I don't think mm. you can get away with uh, expressing your frustration by you know smashing something or what in front of people, lah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, even in personal relationships, right? Uh, you once you throw shit, you're like, yo, man, you. I can say I can say horrible stuff and all, but what you do physically, that's that's the next level, lah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, correct. at least that's what I think, lah. So the Kanye West line is yeah, la, You you can't hit, you can't hit someone, but you can shake the shit out of them, la, Right? But but I think that, that oh really? That, I was in, you know, like shake someone like like like, like a like baby hard, Yeah, la. But but that's also the but is I mean, metaphor, re- metaphor, physical, like a no, it's a song lyric, song lyric. Oh, uh, I, see, yeah. I, see, I see, I see. But 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 you think about it, shaking also is very bad for the brain, la, if, Yeah, it's fucking in general. <laughs> So it's yeah, terrible. there's. I think there's a there are different tiers of abuse and and, and yeah it's, it's important to that we now acknowledge that a lot of this like throwing stuff at people, even if it doesn't hit them, also is abuse lah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her kicking the stroller, but she kicked the stroller out of the way. Uh. This this way, still grey area. If right? only the stroller could speak. Uh. Yeah, yeah. The stroller. We need to see the see what was in the stroller lah, like what you said, you know. Yeah. Perspective of the stroller. Maybe we're yeah. gonna get another reverse angle. Uh. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, this is like those like rocking VA, VAR, uh, VAR, yeah. footballing <laughs> VAR. You need like sixteen cameras to tell you what happened. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But but yeah, man. Uh, once but so again, so I mean, uh, you on the uh, so your your team uh, team receptionist. Team, uh, team receptionist. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel, I feel the child. The child's crying to me and all that tells me that this this behavior is is not the first time that this has happened either, lah. 
with this mother. Mm. But the so, thing is, the, when, the, when the mom was outside, she was she seemed like a lot more submissive. I don't Maybe know. Maybe because the receptionist stood up to her. La. No, no, no. There are some uh, commenters or that who said that actually if you watch the video carefully, uh, she was almost going to hit the son, her son for, oh. for continuing to cry. But then she saw that there was CCTV and then she stopped and you know, pretended to or at least like hugged him or what lah. And then and, mm, and, and, mm, and to, to make it to make it such that you couldn't see that she was actually angry with her kid as well for trying mm. to intervene. Because I've seen I've seen yeah, I've seen parents who, who, you know, scold their children for trying to intervene in situations like that. Lah. Yeah. Mm. So Yeah, but so again yeah. the second topic also interesting to hear from our listeners. Eh? Mm, and, and, yeah, just and, uh, DM us, go out, go on Reddit and I'm really curious how people are reacting to both stories. La. Yeah. When we say team receptionist, but it doesn't mean that we're 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 dying on a hill for her. La. If it turns oh, yeah, out yeah, that yeah. she that she really like karate kicked the stroller, even not knowing what it was inside all that. It's like I, we're leaning I, we're I leaning know. towards her, la, right? Leaning but towards not her winning the in the court of public opinion, la, right? Like okay, it's the lesser of two evils. Lesser, lesser of two evils. evils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lesser correct, of two correct. evils. Yeah. Cool, I, man. Yeah. This time with a now, now, now you know Harish's perspective. That I'm, I'm not gonna bring my stroller in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put durians in it. Yeah, yeah, durians, don't put durians. Oh, in what's the another smell that I cannot take? Uh, uh, well, generally I think my nose quite tolerant. Uh, I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. cool, man. Cool, yeah. cool. Well, that's all a, right. I like I like this week's topics. So it's all about a lot of uh, grey areas. Yeah. yeah, correct. Correct. Cool. So, what is your one right. shot comment? Uh, my one short comment was um comment from Instagram. Uh, mm. uh, I won't mention the name since it was a uh, it was a uh, sliding into our DMs. But the person mm. just basically uh listened to what you said about woodworking and recommended a local woodworking company. Mm. Um, and then also just uh, added that uh, they enjoy the podcast and they also use it to catch up on local news or GP general paper. Oh, then I was oh, like, oh, oh shit, another, another student. And then another suggestion also, which uh, which is that if we have any leftover Yalabad stickers, we could consider putting them up for sale, which mm. is something we haven't done. But right, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, those stickers, I think we posted about it on Instagram, right? Actually, actually maybe uh, if more people want it, yeah. uh, something for us to consider. Yeah, we can consider. Something for us to consider. But, but yeah, thanks for the comment. Uh, what about you? Uh? Uh, also similar, on, but on Reddit, I think mm. uh, Rai Kota was, mm. uh, you know, wrote about, uh, yeah, also said that very excited about our woodworking one shook things because um, she used to, I'm assuming it's a she, uh, she used to run a woodworking studio with her husband pre-pandemic. Very happy to learn of a new wood, woodworking content to introduce to him. Mm. Uh, so so apparently woodworking is a thing, uh, I guess, even young, younger and older folks or so. Um, but yeah, but, but more importantly, I think um, they said that we showed a degree of empathy towards the grandma and the grandson that were caught, uh, you know, peeing into a bottle in, in Tiong Bahru Plaza, mm. la, the, the food court, because, and, and I think she explains that, yeah, la, when trying to dine with a child at non-peak hour over the weekend, like, uh, like their families, like vultures already, like trying to take over the table, you know, waiting for her to rush off and all. La. So mm. it's, it's a, uh, it, it, it's I think it's it's very telling la. I mean yeah la, like like what we said she shouldn't have done it uh, so publicly but uh, you know if she she did it more discreetly I would yeah also understand why she she was doing it la. yeah 
Mm, mm, mm. Um, so interesting. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Oh, and another thing, just comments related. Uh, we've already gotten some responses about potential interns. Mm. Uh, please keep them coming. Uh, we we want uh, an an audio editor. Um, and and if you're interested to to learn, just just ping us, and then we can see mm. whether there's a fit and all that lah. Because we are doing a whole bunch of shit, thankfully. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, what right. is your one shot thing? Would you Would you like to go first? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Coachella. Coachella was over the weekend. Uh, mm. It happened over the weekend. That means I think it basically ended around maybe like early afternoon on Monday on Monday in Singapore time, and mm. uh, yeah, the headlining. I mean, the headlining set was uh, Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd and the long story of that the, 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 the long story the short story of that is that Kanye West pulled out of Coachella as the headliner uh, two weeks before the event and then Swedish House Mafia was bumped up to to be a co-headliner with alongside The Weeknd The Weeknd was mm. supposed to appear as a guest with someone else but he ended up you know becoming the headliner so it was a Swedish House Mafia and Weeknd co-headliner but uh, there were also a lot of uh, special appearances from other stars. Uh. So um, I haven't been able to find a good clip of it on the internet because I think uh, the, the Coachella team is slowly releasing some of these clips. But uh, for example, Billie Eilish got Damon yeah. Albarn from Blur and Gorillaz to actually uh, guest with her. So they sang Feel Good Inc. together, which mm. I think would be pretty cool. And then uh, Harry Styles had Shania Twain as a, uh, do a guest appearance and they sang Man, I Feel Like a Woman together as well. So, uh, uh, and apparently there were other uh, special appearances by like Tiesto and Justin Bieber and all that as well. So, it's mm. all, it's all, it's all seemed quite cool. Like, and it was all streaming live on YouTube uh, over the weekend. So, yeah, I believe they are still streaming the event as if it's still going it's on. A loop, you know, uh, it's just it? looping the stream. La. So you, you can actually log, uh, you can actually check it out on YouTube and all. And mm. uh, they'll, probably, they'll probably have the clips out by the end of the week or something. La. But yeah, it, it's... I bring it up also because it's probably the, like, the, the first big outdoor music festival uh, mm. that we've had since the whole pandemic started. There, there was a funny video of the Chinese censors apparently trying to keep up with uh, the Megan Stallion's uh, WAP song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it? On Weipo, the black bar is just moving, trying to follow the S. <laughs> oh, really? Shit. <laughs> you mean what? As part of the Coachella concert? Uh? Yeah, they, because it was streaming, like some, there was some stream on Weipo or something. Oh. And then there were just clips of the videos. It's fucking hilarious. And then because there's a Pussy uh, district in Shanghai, oh. uh, I think some commenters were like, what is this what, wet ass pussy? Is it like about the <laughs> district? <laughs> it's funny. So yeah, yeah. so that was, that was funny. Um, but yeah, uh, cool. Uh, so my one shock thing is something that um, is done by this uh, company called OpenAI. Uh, mm. It is the, I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. I think I, I've, I've told you about it. But mm. OpenAI is a company that, of which I think Elon Musk is one of the co-founders. And their whole mission is about just doing a shit ton of research in the field of AI to make sure that they are, it doesn't fall into bad hands. La. It sounds very, mm. could go either way, but over the past few years, they've been putting out stuff out there which is like a conversational engine where you can 
converse with it and he'll reply back. But a month ago, they released thing, this thing called Dale, Dale 2, uh, mm. which they describe is basically a thing where you key in what kind of picture you want and it can be mm. as, as specific as like, I want a monkey eating chewing gum uh, with a Singapore flag around it and it will mm. churn something out. Uh, mm. Right now, there's a wait list uh, to enter. I've, I've signed up. Uh, but it sounds ridiculous. But if you go to their website, um, I think their explainer videos is one of the best explainer videos I've seen. It's fucking mind-blowing. And mm. you follow follow on Instagram, they will just recreate images that they get in their DMs, like one-line descriptions. Yeah. And it's not like a doodle or something. No. It is insane. Uh-huh. And uh, why I feel like this is legit is because I've been kind of just keeping track of open AI's development over the past two, three years and you can see it mm. evolve. Like. It's not just out of nowhere this startup promising something that is not not real. Like. And it's it's insane. Like. It, it's insane. If I was a designer, I'd be shitting myself because the photos they get, it is literally about, can be anything. Can be like a, a, a man riding a car made out of durians. And I see. because it has this whole engine that has mapped out millions if not billions of pictures and tied them to words and descriptions it's a it's literally an engine la, and it's mm. scarily good got so yeah it, you it. go to the website you can sign up for the waitlist whatnot but you just watch the explainer video like it's it's amazing amazing okay. cool cool yeah cool man all right cool cool another all right one in the so, back. yeah another one in the bag uh and and we'll talk to you at the end of this week <laughs>